Glory, 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 glory. Amen. Amen. God's trying to help you. God's trying to help you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, well, I believe God's going to open our hearts tonight to some things in his word. And uh, it's going to propel us to the future. I didn't know what Pastor David was telling you to prepare for. Uh, but uh, I knew that God had put in my heart to deal with aspects of walking as people that are spiritual. Uh, we have to be in these last days. We have to be. And so... Uh, I think we have tapped into some things, but yet it's going to continue to pick up from here. I want to reiterate what he said. Now, don't let tomorrow just be Wednesday and we go back to business as usual. The things that you have heard, the things that you have learned, the things that you have seen and experienced, continue to do. The Bible says that continue to do and the God of peace will be with you. So you continue to do that. And the God of peace. Uh, before I break the word of God, uh, we've checked all of the uh, mailboxes. Uh, for some reason, all of the thank you cards of gratitude for the love that you showed us and you sent uh, for our 40th uh, anniversary in ministry. Uh, so it's such an honor to have Pastor David and Miss Tammy there. Uh, Pastor David always plays a great role when they come. You know, I never dreamed that when you start in the ministry that you'll still be standing doing it 40 years later. You don't even think about it. But I thank God that he has continued to increase us, sustain us, to do this. And, uh, you know, uh, 40 years is a long time. But there's more to come. Shannon Roth, I've said this before, but because I, 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 this really happened, I really said it. Uh, Shannon Rothwell, my flock care minister, came one day, and he said, I found some cassette tapes you were preaching here back in 1986, 87 at the church. He said, what, what would you like me to do with them? I said, throw them things away. In 1986, somebody could get hurt listening to that stuff. <laughs> uh, throw that stuff away, you know. Uh, you're just learning what, what to do then. But, uh, but we are thankful for everything that's going on. I've been making some statements that I want to make sure that we're clear on tonight. And um, there were some things that was said. And, and God demonstrated some things in the prayer school. The prayer school. I love prayer school. That's what I did. In the prayer meeting on Monday that uh, I want to, re to reiterate. The concept of what I was in my heart dealing with that there's a place called in the spirit with God that's what it's called in the spirit he says walk in the spirit so it's not how you walk it's where you walk with God the Bible said Enoch walked with God and was not for God took him People walked with God. I used to walk in pace, and I'd put my hand out like somebody's ready to take my hand. I've done this for, if I said hours, I probably wouldn't be exaggerating. I just, like, like I'm taking someone's hand, and I would just walk and pray and say these words over and over, walking with God, hand in hand. Walking with God, doing His plan. Hearing his voice and keeping his command. Walking with God. Hand in hand. And I would just say that over and over. Walking with God. Hand in hand. See, there is there's something about moving past the realm of, I'm saved. Well, as I said this morning on the, and I've said several times, uh, I started preaching years ago, this years ago, that not everybody born again is saved anyway. Because if you looked at the word save, sozo, which denotes complete uh, connotation of healing, 
delivered, preserved, blessed, prospered. That's all in the realm of salvation. That's the benefit packages that we have. That's why, that's why David said, even the Old Testament, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all of thy iniquities, who healeth all of thy diseases. These were the benefits that God has for us. And God didn't want you just to walk around born again where you're just, where you're just making heaven. That is the entrance to the supernatural so that you can have heaven up on earth. And God wants you to enjoy his love and his life here on earth. He wants to. So I talked about last night, it's a walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit and don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. So, that, so a lot of Christians uh, don't walk in the spirit. They walk, they're, they're so adjusted to... Uh, to satisfy their wants and desires, and they're not always thinking about where God is in the situation. So you got to walk with God. And then I use a phrase that, you know, talking about praying in the Spirit. And I said praying in the Spirit is just more than praying in other tongues. And that's what I'm going to get to more tonight. Uh, I am, uh, thank God that I, was born again and I was born again in the church that preached a spirit-filled doctrine spirit-filled where according to the book of Acts speaking in other tongues the baptism of the Holy Spirit I thank God for that opportunity to have that but I know a lot of people that got born again and was baptized in the Holy Spirit Holy Ghost say whatever you want to and begin to speak with other tongues but really never understood the power that came with that, nor developed the discipline to extract what God really planned it for. And so I, I've proved it. I've proved it with people. How many times, for those who are and those who aren't, I'm believing you're going to be before this night's out, if your heart desires and hungers for it, because I believe it's going to be an end day, a last day's uh, necessity for God's people to walk in because you're limited without it. And so with that, I don't know how many times where I've gone through great struggles. My mind was under attack. My mind was under siege. And, and uh, I'd begin to walk and I begin to pray, and I'm praying in the Spirit, praying in other tongues. I'm going to show you the difference here. Praying in other tongues, but my mind is flooded with worries and fears. Am I making sense? So nowhere during that time while I was praying in other tongues did I step out of that fear. Nowhere did I step out of that anxiety. Nowhere did I step out of that struggle and step over into a place called in the spirit you with me so what God wants us to be able to do is find this place in him where we can step out of the trouble step out of the sorrow step out of the fear step out of the anxiety step out of the pain and walk in him that's what we have to do so just because I was praying in other tongues, I really never could grasp how to shut my mind down to step out of the concern and step completely over into him where there's freedom and joy and deliverance from everything that I, that I needed at that time. So there is that aspect, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who's ever dealt with that. And then there are times because I am a spirit-filled person because I believe the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the gateway to the gifts of the Spirit and everything else. Just like you see going into the mountains, the gateway to the great sequoias. I believe that the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of it is the gateway to the supernatural, to the gifts of the Spirit. I believe that. I believe that with everything in me. 
And so, because I am endued with power from on high, I found out that even when I pray in my understanding, I can still pay, pray by the direction of God and still be in the Spirit praying that way. I may not know everything to pray about because it's the Spirit of God that teaches me to pray to things I don't know. But it's not like, well, I'm saying all that to say this. I got this one evening to get it across. So what I'm saying is, even when I'm not in this in this atmosphere where I feel God and I got all these goosebumps and, and, and I feel like I want to pray in other tongues. Even when I'm not in that situation, I can still discipline myself and train my flesh to walk in God in that place called in the Spirit. So I'm not, well, I'm, you know, I go to church, I get in the Spirit. But when I get out of church, I don't know how to walk in the Spirit. Therefore, I'm always fulfilling the lust of the flesh. I don't mean lust as in sexual things. I'm talking about the craving of the flesh that you can't discipline. Not wanting to pray, not wanting to get alone with God. If you listen to your flesh, you'll never pull aside to pray. You'll never pull aside to do it. Your flesh will dominate you. I see it from the old all the way through the New Testament that people that, that didn't do that. So there's not an excuse to say that I can pray in the Spirit even though I'm not baptized in the Holy Ghost. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the baptism of the Holy Ghost is the gateway to the supernatural. But once you become endued with power on high, you can step over in this place called in the Spirit even when you're not praying in other tongues. Am I making sense? And that's where God wants us to live. I mean, I don't want to just walk in the Spirit on Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday, do you? I want to walk in the Spirit because I walk with God. I want to walk in the Spirit because God can take the reins of my heart like you take the reins of a horse and lead him where he wants to go. That's what I want. I want God to show me and guide me in everything that goes on. I told this story the other day at church, and I've, I've told it here, I've told it many times, because I see, when you go through things, you can't just make stories up. It's not like, let me see how many I can make up. I'm not writing, you know, some kind of novel and try to come up with better stories. I only have what I have. And you keep walking with God, you keep getting more, but like flying the airplane the other day about that radio, it's a story. I didn't have it last year, but I had it this year. You only have what you have. But many years ago, while I was in the country of Kenya, I was riding, driving up and down. The, I was going up and down the east coast from the coastal city of Mombasa. I don't think you've ever been to the coast with me, did you? The coastal city of Mombasa up and down to these different areas into an area that was about two and a half, two hours, two and a half hours, depends on the mode of transportation, to an area called Melindi. These coasts is very difficult, very, it's not easy. It's, it's probably 90-some percent Islamic in its belief, and, and it's not just, it's Middle Eastern type Islamic. Even the architectural structure is, is pretty much Middle Eastern. And uh, one day that I was heading to Melindi, I stood up on a bus, an old school bus, for over two hours and still got there on that hot, hot school bus and still preached. The reason why I stood up because there was a lady that had that had uh, bags in both arms and a baby on her back, and nobody would even give way for her to sit down. And so I gave way and let her have the place where I was seated, and I stood up. And literally, in the middle of this bus, I reached over and grabbed one of the center bars of those windows to slide up and down on the school bus just to hang on. And I was that way for over two hours. To go preach. Well they finally came up with. Something. A year later called. Express. To Caliphi and Melindi. Caliphi was halfway between. You could go down to this area. Called Bondani. And you could. You could hire. You could pay fare. To get on this. Nissan van. 
15 people max express to there. So I got there early. I didn't have any other Kenyans with me. I was by myself. I, I picked up my tattoo out to where we were at. I was able to communicate enough in the language where I was able to go up and down the, the coast. And, and uh, I went there, and I was one of the first people there, so I had to wait. It doesn't leave until, it's not like we depart at 10 in the morning. It departs when the vehicle's full. If it takes an hour, then you wait an hour. If it takes two hours, you wait two hours. You depart when it's full. And so because I was one of the first ones there, I paid, but I was in the main back seat in the middle. I don't do well in the back seat, period. There's something called motion sickness that we don't get along real well with. And so as I got there, I was in the back, I know I'm going to be there in a little over two hours. It should be direct. And we pull out of the area where the stage was. And before we got out of the city limits, 23 people was on that van. At one point, they couldn't even shut the side door. People were hanging on. It was so packed. A hundred and whatever in the shade. On the coast, full of humidity. Now, you got a choice to make in that area. Do you buy deodorant or do you buy food? You only got so much limited resources, so what do you buy? Survival is food. So, so health and beauty aids wasn't on their agenda. It's hot. It's, it's full. And uh, come on, are you getting a picture? And they're driving like they have never been taught how to drive. Now, people are killed on those roads all the time. People try to pass one another, overtake, and uh, the tires are all thin and everything, and people get road killed. And so by the time we get about 45 minutes in it, I am walking in the flesh. I'm in the flesh, man. Music playing so loud. The odor from the van motion sickness on top of it i'm having visions <laughs> not of heaven i'm having visions on how to throw the guy next to me out the window <laughs> I'm, I, I people laugh at it but i'm telling you it was serious i kept thinking i'll throw you out that window and i'm trying to get position in it and it was miserable it was miserable. I was so frustrated. I was so angry. I could have been, I'd have been better off on a school bus standing up. At least I could have moved around. And about an hour or so into the trip, inside I heard pray. You know the last thing you want to do when you're frustrated? I'm going to show you about what it is to, this spirit thing is important. Said pray. Well, I didn't, I felt like doing everything but praying. I didn't want to pray. And so, we're going along and I got this unction in my spirit. Pray. Well, I didn't want to pray. And so we got a little further and it was like strong pray well, have you ever had a car that had a bad battery that's what it was like getting starting to pray i didn't know what to pray for so you don't know to pray for what do you do you pray in other tongues but when i started praying other tongues i didn't start off praying in the spirit i was praying other tongues it took me a while to get the frustration out. Are you following me? But it wasn't long because I knew it was such an unction. I began to pray. And once I got started, motion sickness left. I wasn't having visions. I didn't even smell anything anymore, come to think of it. 
I was praying in, I stepped over as I was praying in other tongues. I stepped over into a place called, come on now. I tapped into him, the resources. And somewhere in between all of that, bam, a tire blows out. That van went this way, that way, literally, it went on two wheels and it stood back up. People screaming, pandemonium. You've heard me tell this how many times? Have I changed it? I only know one way to tell us. What happened? People screaming, can't believe. It didn't just roll. And God began to deal with me on what would have happened if I would have stayed in that flesh. See, so many times God tries to get you out of your messes. He can't get you out because he can't get you in. He can't get you out of it because he can't get you into this place called. Now we're talking. This place called in the spirit. God showed me that day. My obedience not only saved my life, but it saved others on that vein that day. You know how many times I've repented and said, God, thank you for giving me enough time to get out of the flesh? You know, I've often thought, what if I didn't? What if I'd have stayed in the flesh, walk in the spirit so you don't fulfill? What if I'd have stayed in there and we'd all been scattered across that Melindy Road? How could God allow this to happen? How could God sin? him and, and this happened I could never tell him God kept telling me to get out of the flesh and pray this is serious this is life the spirit filled life is the gateway to it all and all I want to do is impart to people to know that just because I live in a natural world I don't have to live just a natural life. I can live a supernatural life in the midst of a dark, crazy, chaotic mess. I can walk with God. I can know my God and be strong and do exploits. But the key is, who do we get through the gateway into this supernatural The baptism of the Holy Spirit, with everyone speaking in other tongues, is at an all-time low. Less people, because of the seeker-friendly move, and people being embarrassed. That this thing has, the enemy has used this to shut it down. And I believe we got to swing the door wide open again. And people's got to start hungering for this supernatural experience that goes along with your born again experience. Now I know people that says, oh, I'm spirit filled. I spoke in tongues once when I was 16. No, I'm not talking about once when I'm 16. I'm talking about a daily walk in this. And I'm talking about you know how to draw it up on the inside without a goose bump. As one old preacher said, you know, he says, when I get chicken skin, I know it's getting ready to get on. Well, even when you don't have goose bumps or chicken skin, you've got to know how to draw from the inside. And let God be God. I've gone through things in, I'd say about 30 years ago. That in the natural, I didn't know I'd ever come out of it. But I would pray myself asleep. I would pick back up in the middle of the night. And I would go through the day. Because no natural man had the ability 
to change and rearrange what was going on. If I ever needed heaven, I needed heaven then. And I didn't know how to pray about it. So many people say, Ken, I, I, I don't know how to pray about it. Well, that's all right. I've, there's been a lot of things I didn't know how to pray about. That's why I allow him, the Holy Ghost, to pray it through me. Because he'll pray the very will of God. I can pray amiss. He'll pray the very will and purpose of God. God doesn't want you to walk in your life at always a struggle. And you have a church life, but then you have real life. This life ought to be your life. This life ought to be your life. And so I just wanted to just open my heart. The gifts of the Spirit, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, tongues, and the interpretation of tongues, and prophecy, and the gifts of healings, and the working of miracles, and the gifts of faith. You're looking about these nine gifts of the Spirit that God provided for the church. But it seems like people have has allowed their self to draw away from the gateway to it. Yes, as a born-again believer... They which are the sons of God or the daughters of God can be led by the Spirit of God. God can lead you if you allow God to, to lead you. But I'm talking about a supernatural place called in the Spirit with Him. And this is where God wants us to go. And I believe it's the will of God. And I'm going to believe God tonight. And I know some people, they don't yield to it. They have they they say things like, well, I gave it a try. It ain't that you give it a try. My administrator, Scott, uh, he was raised Nazarene. His dad's still a senior pastor of Nazarene Church. Scott started coming to the church. He started seeing in the scriptures what this is. And he wasn't even at the altar. He was at home and, and got to meditating and thinking about it and got to praying and stepped right into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now it's just not him. It's throughout his whole family. I'm telling you, this thing is not just because we're Pentecostal. I'm not a, I'm not a Pentecostal because I, I speak in other tongues. I'm not a Pentecostal. They call me that because I have this experience which took place on the day of Pentecost. It was a Jewish festival called Pentecost. I don't know what they would have called us if it had been on a different kind of festival. Come on. But because it happened on the Feast of Pentecost, it changed the world forever. So have you got a Bible? I at least ought to read a text, shouldn't I? See, if I was in Bible college, I'd have done failed. They said, the first thing you do, you must read a scripture. I'd have already, I'd already failed. But the book of Acts, Amen. chapter 2. Are we right with this? Am I making myself clear? You're going to walk in the spirit, you're going to walk in the flesh. Uh-huh. And that means you're going to quit walking in strife. Amen. That means you're going to stop walking in and still li li living in a, uh, disunity. You're going to get back into unity one with another. We're not going to tell bear. We're not going to backbite. We're going to walk with God and act like kids that really enjoy getting along with each other. <laughs> Isn't that a revelation? Red, yellow, black, and white. It don't matter. We're going to get along with one another. Hallelujah. Jesus, let's just go to chapter 1 first because I think he tells it here. Jesus, after he resurrected, after he resurrected, he came back and spent 40 days with his disciples, his apostles. 
40 days. What did he do? According to this, he was assembled with them 40 days, speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. How this is going to work. Verse 4, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them, say command. command. Oh, does that mean suggest or command? command? Hmm. Commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard of me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Not many days from now. Now, they didn't know what many days were. Pentecost means 50. He is with them for 40 days. Pentecost is 50 days after the resurrection, right? After that happened. So he's with them for 40 days. So when he made this statement, they're only 10 days away from this great experience. 10 days away. You're closer than you think. Commanded them. For John truly baptizes water, you should be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. They didn't understand what this was. They started asking him questions like, Lord, will you at this time restore again the kingdom back to Israel? He says, not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father's put in his power. Look at it. But you shall receive power. When? Once he, the Holy Spirit, comes upon you. And you shall be witnesses. Say witnesses. This, is not, this doesn't just denote a verbal witness. This is where people get messed up at. Well, our denomination witnesses well, and we don't do that. It's not a verbal witness. Because the thing that got them all into custody wasn't what was said. It's what was done. A lame man was healed. A supernatural. You shall witness this power through supernatural things. Because he says that he will do supernatural things that ain't happened since we've been here he should do supernatural things so they they were commanded so i tell people people say and i, I will say it again the baptism of the holy spirit is not a prerequisite for heaven but jesus commanded them say you don't depart until you leave with it i like that to me it's a command to me i'm, I'm gonna live like it is I'm not going to live without it. Amen. And I'm not going to live with it with a pride thing. I'm going to live. I'm going to walk in it because it keeps me in that doorway. To that place called in the spirit. Chapter two. And when. The day of Pentecost. Had fully come. I like to, I had, I didn't have it in this Bible, but I have it in my other Bibles. I wrote down, it fully stayed. It never left. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were seated. And there appeared on them cloven tongues as a fire, and it set up on each of them, and they were all, say all. 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 How many were in that upper room? Oh, oh but how, how many were in the upper room? You know, it says about 120 that was in that upper room. If you look at the book of Corinthians, it said 500 was seen by him, but 120 made it to the upper room. Could have been all 500. But 120 and every one of them were filled with the Holy Ghost. No one left here and saying, well, it must not have been the will of God for me because I was here, but no, I didn't get it. It says everyone... Isn't that amazing? No one had the testimony. Well, it must not have been for me. I didn't get it. It's not an it anyway. It's not an it. It's he. Come on. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit Gave them, they begin to speak as the Spirit gave them utterance. You know what hinders people? They're waiting on God to come or an angel to take their tongue and begin to shake it. You got to yield to this. I was praying for this young man the other day at church. A little backward young man. He's not young anymore. So he, he, he is young, but he's not, a, he's not a kid. He's a 
young adult. And uh, I laid hands on him at the altar. The altars were full. I was praying for healing. People were being healed. I laid hands on him. His name was Jimmy. And I said, be healed and filled. And by the second time I said it, the third time, he, he, <laughs> just the Spirit of God got all over him. And I mean, he prayed like he had been praying this way for 10 years. He just prayed by the Spirit of God in that area. I just believe the atmosphere is right. See, the reason why we can do this tonight because the ground's been prepared Sunday morning, Sunday night, and last night for this to happen. And if you have been and you haven't been practicing it, it'd be a good night to get refreshed in it. This, it's important for this church. It's important for the vision of it. It's important where it's going to go. The, the wisdom is tied to this. Wisdom is tied to this. Understanding is tied to this. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Say all. Now, I'm going to jump ahead in some things. There was a lame man that was healed. And uh, they were persecuted. They were commanded. If you got it, you got to finish reading chapter 2 and chapter 3 in the first part of chapter 4 because I'm going to go to the last part of chapter 4 because it's not about teaching line upon line. I want to show you some things. After they had gone through a period of persecution because one man that laid at the beautiful gate of the temple was healed, they were commanded not to teach or preach anymore in that name called Jesus. Am I right? Yes. They were commanded. Verse 23, and after they were in custody, this is what happened, and being let go from what custody? They went to their own company or companions. This is our own company. Are you part of this company? Yes. How, how many is part of the company of Kopi? Come on, this is our company. Come on. Is this a spirit-filled church? Yes. Come on, is this a Holy Ghost church? Yes. Is this a house of the supernatural? Yes. Is this a house of miracles? Yes. Is this where God reigns supreme yes. and Jesus is Lord? Yes. Then this is our company. See, the problem is people stay out from their company and wonder why they can't get fixed. They returned to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders said to them. And when they had heard this, they raised their voice to God with one accord, just like they did in chapter 2, and said, Lord you are God who made heaven and earth and the seas and all that in them. By the mouth of David, your servant has said, and they begin to mention all of that thing that David said. But verse 29, after they just quoted the things that happened that David, King David said, verse 29, it says, Now, Lord, look on, your, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness, well, the first part of chapter 4, it says when these leaders and rulers saw the boldness of Peter and John, they knew that they were unlearned and uneducated, but they'd been with Jesus. So he says here, and grant to your servant that with all boldness they may speak your word. How many people believe we need boldness in this day? We got to quit being passive and quiet. We got to be bold. Again, bold doesn't mean a lack of discipline. A bold means taking a stand for what's right by stretching out your hand to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done through the name of the holy child Jesus or your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, Say when they had prayed. The place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled. Well, I thought they got filled in chapter 2. They did. It's not a one-time deal. There may be an initial. But we've got to be continually. 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 Filled. How do I do this? I've got to stay in it continually. 
It's not a one and done thing. It's not like I just got born again and I don't have to do anything else to get born again because I'm already born again. I've got to stay continually filled. I've, I've got I've to keep myself built up, charged. If you don't keep your battery charged, you can't go anywhere. And this is how you keep yourself charged so you can go somewhere. All right? And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with what? Boldness. That's what they asked for, wasn't it? And amazing, they got what they asked for. I believe we can get what we asked for. So, if you look on here, you'll find all kind of things. Even to be a deacon, you've got you to be a man of the Spirit. Even be a deacon. So, I'll, I want you to turn to uh, chapter 8. Amen. I marked something here tonight. Some people say things like, you know, if you look at chapter 10, when Paul went to Corne when Peter went to Cornelius' house amongst the Gentiles. I'm not going to go over and read that because I'm going to get ready to close this to the next direction. Peter saw in a vision of unclean things. You know the story. How many knows the story? I don't have to go preach that. Let down and God said, Arise, Peter, slay and eat. He said, not so, not so, Lord, nothing unclean or common has been in my mouth. God said, whatever I cleanse is neither unclean or common. And then God begins to tell him that there's some guys who sent from Cornelius' house. They're at the gate. You go down and go with them. Don't doubt anything, for I've sent them. And when they, go to, when they went to the Gentiles' house, which was not a rightful thing, Peter said, I perceive that God is no respect of persons. But now he has sent us among the Gentiles that the gift would be to them as it was to us. And the Bible says, as Peter spake these words, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spake. The Bible said emphatically, they spake. They were filled and they spake with what? Other tongues. That's what it says. Well, this doesn't say they spake in tongues, but it gives us a different connotation here. So, verse... 14 of chapter 8. Now when the apostles were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. And when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the... Uh-huh. It has yet... For as yet it had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when they had laid hands on them, they received the... How did they get it? How did they get it? Through the laying on of hands. That's not the only way you get it, but it's definitely a way to get it. We were in Russia. Uh, was, Sergei was my interpreter, and I was preaching on this, and people came, and I couldn't even get to everybody to lay hands on it. I quoted, I quoted a verse, you know, according to ch chapter 10, as Peter yet spake, the Holy Ghost came, and they were filled. And sometimes you can't lay hands on everybody. As, as, as I've spoken places, the Holy Ghost is filled, people were filled with the with the spirit and, and spake with other tongues. But it said they laid hands on him and they received. All right. And when Simon saw that through the laying of hands of the apostle, uh, the laying on the hands of the apostles, the Holy Spirit was given them, he offered them money. Now, if he just laid hands on them and nothing happened, why would he want to offer money to buy something with no manifestation? When they laid hands on them, they received the Holy Spirit and what he witnessed, he wanted to buy. This is pretty good. This is, that's the kind of power I want. I want to buy it. So apparently something had to happen or he wouldn't want to pay for it. Come on. He said, saying, give, give me this power that anyone on whom I lay my hands on may receive the... Come on. What happened when, he, when the apostles laid hands on him? What happened? They were filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on. And something happened when they were filled. There was a evidence of it and he wanted to buy it but peter said to him your money perish with you because you thought that the gift of god could be purchased with money you have neither part nor portion in this matter for your heart is not right in the sight of god repent of your wicked way so let me tell you everywhere i see that people were baptized in the holy spirit there was an, an initial evidence and that was, they spake with other tongues. But that's not, how many times have you heard your pastor say, being born again is not, 
is not the end. It's the beginning. The baptism is not the end. It's just another doorway. So it's not like, whoo, I got it, I'm done. Now that experience is where you grow in it. And that's where you open yourself up to this true walk in the Spirit. Amen? I want you to stand with me. It's not about the preaching. It's about the exhorting. It's about preparing the heart for this. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Why is this important, Pastor Ken? It's important because God wants to move this church to the next dimension. And it's going to take more than just a few that understand this in leadership. We need the body together in this. See, a lot of people get confused. I just don't know what the will of God is. Well, you can find out what the will of God is. You can find out what the will of God is through this. You don't have to be confused about what's going on. You can know the will of the Lord. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to just begin to thank God. If you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, and you speak with other tongues, you, you just begin to start praying. I want to see the atmosphere completely done. Can I get a little help from, from the worship team tonight? Is it all right that we can get a little help from that? I'd just like to have our, a little help with that. I, I just think... Uh, Sometimes people don't know how to respond in quietness. Uh, let's give a little bit. Let, let's get a little bit up here. Uh, I don't have a suggestion for you. I'm going to believe God that you're going to tap into it. Okay. Hallelujah! Come on, lift lift your hands. Lift your hands and let's honor God. Now, if you're on this worship team and you need to be a part of this, you find your way into this as well. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. We have stopped plenty of time. We're we're, we're not we're not delayed on this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Rabasuke le prandele la la basuke. Fremando rebasuke le prandele la basote. God's been laying hands on people and healing and everything else throughout the week, but now we are going to allow His Spirit and His anointing to help us this evening right here. We're going to allow it. We're going to allow Him to help us tonight. Come on. Come on. Come on. You lift your hands. You don't, you don't have to wait till they get going. When you guys get ready, you go ahead and start. You don't, you, you don't have to uh, just keep it down where people can still hear me, but you keep going, okay? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. We love you, Lord. We worship you. We love you. We worship you. We honor you. We love you. We worship you. We honor you. We love you and we worship you and we honor you. As Peter yet spake, the Holy Ghost fell upon them, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake with other tongues. As Peter yet spake, as Peter yet spake, the Spirit of God came upon them, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, and spake with other tongues. As Peter yet spoke, he perceived that God was no respecter of persons. Father, I thank you that Jesus is not only healer, deliver but he's baptizer I thank you for it I thank you I thank you I thank you I thank you Lord God I thank you come on I want us to get this I want us to understand this remove distractions now if you're not interested in it then you can just do whatever you want to do but don't bug the person next to you this is not a bribery this is an opportunity for us to really Get a hold of something that gives us the right to live in this place called in the Spirit. Come on. We must understand the laws of the Spirit and what governs that Spirit world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You got to believe. You got to believe it's the will of God. You got to believe it's the will of God. You got to believe it's the will of God. You got to believe it's the will of God. You got to believe it's the will of God. And it's God's will for you. It's God's will for you. You got to believe it. You got to believe it. You got to believe it. 
You got to believe it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Worship Him. Worship Him. Come on. Honor Him. Reverence Him. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God. Thank you, Father. 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 Come on. If you have been baptized in the Holy Ghost and you once spake, and you haven't spake for a while, begin to do it right now. Begin to do it. Allow that to be stirred back up in you. Come on. You begin to do it right now. You begin to do it right now. You begin to flow in this right now. You begin to flow in it right now. You begin to do it. Stir it up on the inside. Stir it up on the inside. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Completely. 